This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Welcome to Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we talk about what made news, what didn't and some things that absolutely shouldn't have. I'm your new host Snigdha and today I have with me News Laundry's protege reporter Ayush who just got back from Kashmir. We also have Basant from News Laundry Hindi and the man behind the fantastic constitution series Meghnath. Hello. Hi guys, how are Hello. you doing this afternoon? Hello, we have a new host. I'm, I have to get used <laughs> to this now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, really good, and really and she tries really hard to be nice to us because she's new. I don't have to it's try okay. hard. I'm, I am a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> Basant, how are you? Absolutely. What a boring day, man. Nothing is happening in the news, man. seriously. Like, what do you want to say about Modi? Yes, I mean... पाकिस्तान पे हमला हो जाना चाहिए वैसे मोदी जी वापस कब आए कल आए ना कल सुबह राहुल गांधी हैड अ हैपनिंग डे ओ यार राहुल गांधी हैड अ हैपनिंग डे टुडे व्हाट हैपनिंग विद राहुल गांधी आई डोंट कैच पाकिस्तान क्लैरिफिकेशन ट्वीट टूडे सेगेंस्ट द गवर्नमेंट इन लॉर्ड ऑफ थिंग्स बट उटिंग So Priyanka Chopra apparently photoshopped herself into that picture with her making out with him and posted it on her Instagram and that became a giant news story. Of course, of course. Yeah, I thought that was yeah, man. They call that for a reason, na? Ayush, can you think of something? I saw this. Times now tried their hand at fact checking, by the way, <laughs> and they did fact checked uh, some the the news of Saudi man accidentally buying two planes, you know, worth twenty six hundred crores, and mm, they said and I they and they yeah. fact checked it, and then they said, you know, this didn't happen. The you know the luminaries <laughs> at the fact checking department at Times now did not realize that it was actually satire. Right. It was not an actual piece of news. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they had to didn't they didn't have to fact check it. So some people pointed it out, and now they've edited. It's saying uh, Saudi story of man buying two planes is a piece of satire. So oh they've God. changed their position on the fact check. Ridiculous. The most bizarre news that I read this week was uh, Donald Trump wanting to nuke a hurricane. anyway coming to over reported stories i think most of us agree on jetly um not over reported but uh, the way some journalists talked about jetly right so was quite problematic uh, with jetly i think basant also will add to this but uh, with with him so the thing is that of course he was a legal luminary and he was a politician and he was a ex minister in multiple time governments etc mm-hmm. so i mean of course there will be eulogies about his work right. etc whatever but the way journalists jumped to sort of remember the times they had spent with him is worrying to say the least right and i think uh, the so it was not really overreported because if you compare it with like sushma swaraj's you know uh, coverage when she passed away yeah. and jetly mm-hmm. it does seem like jetly got more attention 
that way True. and i think uh, one of the reasons was because he was known as the bureau chief right. and he had like a lot of influence a on the media, on media which yeah. became very evident from the way people were tweeting mm-hmm. about it right yeah. so you guys saw that navika kumar oh, ka tweet i was going to mention it. yeah it's like uh, she was saying for the listeners she, she said that uh, every morning now who will i call every morning to talk to <laughs> yeah I'm like really why were you something? calling him every morning yeah yeah a creepy yeah also exactly. b why yeah. <laughs> right and then now that you think of it it also explains so many things that times now has done over the past right which is like uh, the plot to kill pm how did they get the leaked letter from the police right love idea wahi se aata tha jatli sahab ke paas se exactly i mean Also, is there like a embargo on how long it takes for you to talk bad about a person after they've after they've passed away? <laughs> I think it's usually when see the, I've noticed that the people who tell you to not talk badly about someone who's dead is uh, when they've just recently said something good about him. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I think people, it's mostly a self-serving sort of norm, you know, right. not talk bad about the dead. Yeah. But come on. But Srinivasan Jain, I saw his tweet. He was criticizing all these people who are paying ode to Jaitley on Twitter, like these journalists. I right. mean, and mm-hmm. then somebody posted a tweet of Barkhadat. Oh. She did the same thing, right? Yeah. So. Barkha ne bhi to kuch aisa hi likha tha na ki unhone mujhe kaha ki. Horrible sense of loss and grief Haan. and all that. Kya likha tha Barkha ne? उनका भी कुछ ऐसा ही था कि उन्होंने हमें मुझे कहा था कि तुम ज़्यादा से ज़्यादा आर्टिकल लिखो और इस तरीके के लेकिन हिंदी में जो सामने आया का, काफ़ी सारे जो पत्रकार हैं जो फेसबुक पे लिख रहे थे ऐसा लग रहा था कि जेटली ने भारत की अर्थव्यवस्था बिल्कुल पलट के रख दी थी दूसरा जो रजत शर्मा है उनके दोस्त हैं शायद कॉलेज में फ्रेंड भी रहे हैं वो जिस तरीके से स्क्रीन पे आए उस दिन और इस तरीके से बातचीत कर रहे थे जैसे काफ़ी ज़्यादा दुखी हूँ इसमें कोई दो राय नहीं कि कोई अपना दोस्त या साथी समय चला जाए तो दुख होता है लेकिन आप जब स्क्रीन पे होते हैं जब टीवी पे होते हैं तो एक पत्रकार होते हैं वहाँ आपका व्यक्तिगत रिश्ता जो आपके व्यक्तिगत रिश्ते हैं उस उसकी झलक नहीं दिखनी चाहिए हमें भी कहा जाता है वरना हम रिपोर्टिंग में तो किसी अपने का पक्ष तो ले ही सकते हैं वो गुना है तो जिस तरीके से वो बात कर रहे थे लग रहा था कि मतलब अपनी व्यक्तिगत चीजें कि हाँ उन्होंने मेरी मदद की मैं लाइन में लगा था मेरे पास पैसे काफी ज्यादा पर्सनल होके काफी शेयर भी हुआ लोग इमोशनल लोगों से शेयर कर रहे थे लेकिन वो तरीका नहीं है और मुझे एक चीज समझ में नहीं आती मैं जानना भी चाहता हूँ कि जब इंडिया में किसी बड़े नेता या कोई ऐसा व्यक्ति किसी व्यक्ति का निधन होता है तो ये बार बार कहा जाता है उनके बारे में अगर उन्होंने कोई घोटाला किया हो या कुछ किया हो उस पर बात मत कीजिए तो ये क्या सही है क्या वही मैं Like for instance, uh, mm. Jaitley has been single-handedly responsible for making political funding non-transparent. Yeah. Which yeah. electoral bonds to take it. Yeah. That was a horrible thing to yeah. do. To be fair. Exactly. Passing passing a finance bill as a money bill. Yeah. Um, I mean, as it was a part of a money bill and not letting Rajya Sabha. Aadhaar as a money bill yeah. passed through a finance ministry. Mm. All of this was done by Jaitley in GST the last year. GST. GST. But फिर भी GST मैं उसको फिर भी ठीक है जीएसटी जो किया जो भी किया बिकॉज उस पर डेलीबरेशन दस साल से चल ही रहा था तो आई वुडेंट से कि जेटली वॉज सिंगल हैंडेडली रिस्पॉन्सिबल फॉर इट बट ये जो इलेक्ट्रल बॉन्ड्स और ये जो जो लॉज जो लाए हैं जो जेटली ने ही लाए हैं आई थिंक दैट्स हॉरेबल राइट और हम एग्जैक्टली वट आई वॉज आस्किंग अगर कोई इफ सम वन पास अवे is is it like just like oh unke bare mein bas acha hi bolna hai i, I mean i don't so. understand and yeah. and, uh, and i mean even especially among journalists for example in in the west in the yeah. in united states there's a whole practice of writing rude obituaries for people who have just died right, yeah. and by rude i mean saying what just as things truth. are yeah. Truth, yeah so if some if even if a pastor died i shared mm. a link the other day when reverend jay falwell died in the states people wrote obituaries very rude ones pointing out how he was very detrimental force mm-hmm. in american politics he mm-hmm. was responsible for introducing who making church so close uh, to the conservative party yeah. etc so that thing that thing should be done and it's i don't know it'll take time for us to get it's accustomed to sanskar you know that yeah. stop bharatiya sanskar sanskar is not the wrong Right. Yeah. Is, yeah. But the answer of all this lies deep 
beneath in the way the structure and the mechanism of the media in this country is set up the mm-hmm. the close lies the close nexus between politics and media which is not there in the west yeah. you know ayush didn't yeah. you went you the one who shared that uh, piece on the caravan that that they had done right yeah, so yeah. if for the listeners who haven't actually read it mm. caravan did this extensive profile on jaitley yeah. and yes. his influence in the delhi circles right, right, right. and that's the thing right you know jaitley had this apart from whatever he has done etc he had this amazing quality of uh, adopting people mm. and i i'm using air quotes but he did adopt yes. a lot of yeah. lawyers journalists mm-hmm. kept them around them and ensured that they grow in their profession yeah. as in they become like editors and right. you know like influencers madhu talked about it in her piece about jaitley right yeah she did yeah exactly and but i mean i get it i get it as a politician as a lawyer and the, as a strategy i get it that you know you are grooming people mm-hmm. and those people when they end up in positions of power you are actually using them exactly yeah yeah exactly he used it for his own ambitions yeah. Yeah. in that profile uh, they've written the uh, praveen praveen's profile he's written how uh, after 2009 when the bjp lost the election mm. it was expected that jaitley will be the one who will be you know at the guillotine because yeah. he was leading the campaign but he was he became the president and a lot of the stories that were planted against the supposedly other person who would, who was going to become the bjp president mm-hmm. rajnath singh came from jaitley so J- jaitley planted <laughs> wow. these stories against yeah. rajnath singh even against sushma swaraj it all is that out so these things were there so even among this is not an ideological fight to get a journalist it's almost all, all, also a personal fight to you know yeah. for your own ambitions for power. Yeah. yeah also one more thing about uh, uh, jaitley so like uh, as i said like i think the one uh, sort of honest opinion i have read or the you know the the oh, not an opinion but like a reaction i read was from rohini singh mm, yeah. you know rohini singh came out and said that listen you he know he didn't like me he didn't like me i did a multiple stories and he called me and told me to shut it down but yeah. i didn't like she credited her editors for not not forcing her to but then she's like you know despite that i'm i'm sad that he's gone hmm. but yeah. at the same time i have to say that he didn't like me yeah. he, he tried to shut down my stories yeah. and affect my hmm. journalism right. now that is a i think that is the perfect way to approach these things right. yeah. instead of going all like gaga or oh my god mai subah kisko phone karegi like i mean and And the worst part is it became a joke right i mean like That's after navika said yeah. this uh, like now everybody is like tweeting to her ki are aaj kisko call kiya subah mit saji ko and there was this uh, screenshot that was shared uh, of her exiting a women's group also like oh, yeah. journalist that, group right? yeah. yeah where uh, they co- people called her out and in a women's journalist group they called her out for yeah. you know this Yeah. nonsense and uh, she said oh you, you know you don't understand human relationships this is how human relationships mm-hmm. work i see um and i was talking to uh, atul sir about this just a few yeah. hours ago mm-hmm. and he said you know like you as a professional journalist talking to a politician and then just justifying it as a saying that oh human relationship tha. that's just plain wrong man that's true that's true avidod mehta very famously wrote in his memoir that the journalist and the politician they are natural enemies <laughs> and that's that's the case but yeah, if you should be the case that should be the case humans well. level relationships is all nonsense By Ayush. the way, uh, he yeah. let's not forget he hated you as well. Meghna, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> anyway, Ayush, you were telling me about Imran Khan's statements mm. on uh, nuclear war. Yeah, um, I thought uh, some of the headlines used by publications like India Today. Hmm. So Imran Khan gave a press conference in which he said, "I'll quote what he said: hmm. If the Kashmir conflict moves towards war, then remember both nations have yeah. nuclear weapons, and no one is a winner in a nuclear yes. war." it will have global ramifications the superpowers of the world have a huge responsibility mm. whether they support us or not pakistan will do everything possible mm. now the headline that came up with this was that pm imran khan threatens nuclear war against <laughs> yeah. india once again yeah. and i thought a lot of publications who did that are really being unfair mm. not to imran khan In of course mm. but to their own readers because mm. i thought that was a clear misrepresentation he he has been saying the same exact thing for since balakot or even before right. balakot mm. and i never 
saw headlines before saying that he's threatening nuclear war right. threatening nuclear war would be you know if you don't yeah. uh, take back exactly. the scrapping of 370 yeah. with nuke yeah. or something in yeah. more diplomatic terms but he has not said anything like, like that, that yeah, yeah. so i thought i thought those headlines are uh, detrimental that brings us to kashmir let's yeah. hear it from the horse's mouth ayush yeah. tell mm. me about the first day when you reached when you got out of srinagar airport what was that yeah. like so uh, for, by the way when i was heading to srinagar the information blockade was so heavy mm. that i did not even know whether i'll be allowed to go in, inside srinagar after a certain point oh, because okay. the information i had was that they're just restricting media to a certain space mm-hmm. so i thought it this there'll be a field and you'll be <laughs> able to read no cameras or talk to yeah. people only there so and I was going there for 15 days mm. so I wasn't sure so I just booked my hotel for 3 days <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to waste money if everything you yeah. know they didn't let me enter mm. but yeah when I when when, when we landed in Srinagar uh, the first thing they asked us to do was to shut our windows they said it really? was an order by the divisional commissioner because oh. it's a sensitive situation and mm. things like that which is very amusing and then I was getting out one of I think the stewardess a male stewardess mm. and a Kashmiri student got into an argument mm. on article 370 and they were oh talk of 1987 so it started right there the by the way mm. after once you move out uh, I just remember So taking a very expensive cab and just seeing military personnel everywhere. You mentioned everywhere. in your report as soon as you got into the cab, the cab driver got into oh, an yeah, argument. Yeah, yeah, he got into somebody. a minor tiff with another yeah. Kashmiri driver. Yeah. He was taking a turn, and you know, this guy just came by, and they had his minor tiff in Kashmiri. I didn't understand what huh. they were saying, but. two personnel they were standing by the th- thoda dur and mm. they were guarding the road mm-hmm. and they just came they said what are you doing what is this and they just barricaded the road and it was the these are like the arterial highway of mm-hmm. the Shinagar. capital mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so if you block that i don't know how you were supposed to go so and i talked tried talking to them what you know yeah. what's going on yeah. 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 this is just niklo yahan se kahin aur se jao you know literally asked to just just randomly aise barricade dal yeah and then we had to take a long way and have to pay even more money <laughs> so that was yeah. the very that was my ritual of introduction so it began as soon yeah. as you but uh, tell me something uh, so because there was a communication blockade in kashmir yeah. we were all wondering whether people there even know what has happened what mm. was your did they know like on the day that mm. 370 was scrapped yeah. how long did it take for the news to percolate in the in just kashmir just in general so it happened on august 5th and i flew in on august 8th yeah. uh-huh. so by the time i was there people knew okay that 370 has gone right they even knew the how it had it had gone mm. okay. they just brought a bill and said this is going they knew the democratic procedure wasn't mm. really mm. followed to the mm. end so they had the information and things actually this is not the first time this is happening in mm. kashmir by the way people are used to blockades yeah. uh, you know and it doesn't even happen in kashmir i remember my first ground report ever mm. was in aligarh and oh, when i, I went there, there was they had yes. cut off the internet and yeah. phone services so uh, in kashmir they're really used to it and they, there are channels of communication there are physical movements that people literally coming going in and out because a lot of students students also went out from right. outside right yeah. from delhi from bombay so they tell their parents they tell their communities what's happening so mm-hmm. that's how they but then uh, tv was on right टीवी वॉज ऑन या तो उसे देख के उनको नाराजगी हो रही होगी जो नेशनल मीडिया चला रहा था क्या था उसका उसका क्या असर था देखिए वहाँ पे बहुत गुस्सा था इंडियन मीडिया से और वेन दे वुड से इंडियन मीडिया तो तुम्हें पता चल जाता है कि वो दे क्लब एवरी थिंग इन टू वन तो तुम वहाँ खड़े हो कि ये नहीं बोल सकते कि वेट मेरा मीडिया अच्छा है वो झूठ बोलते हैं दे डेंट एंटरटेन दैट सॉर्ट ऑफ यू नो क्लैरिफिकेशन तो इफ आई वेंट आउट टू डू अ स्टोरी एंड नेट वेन आई टॉक टू पीपल वो शुरू ही हॉस्टाइल पॉइंट से होता था नॉट हॉस्टाइल नॉट टू गेट फिजिकल ऑब्वियसली बट अग्रेसिव तो वो काफ़ी लेक्चर देते थे गाली देते थे वेरी चोजन एक्सप्लेटिव एंड आफ्टर यू नो यू कन्विंस दैम समटाइम्स यू हैव टू जस्ट लाई दे लाइक एन डी टी वी सो समटाइम्स यू हैव टू जस्ट लाई एट अम फ्रॉम यू नो एन ऑर्गेनाइजेशन एसोसिएटेड विद एन डी टी वी एंड एक्सेट्रा एक्सेट्रा बिकॉज मेरे को भी एक पॉइंट के बाद डाउन सोचना पड़ रहा था कि माय सेफ्टी इज़ अ कंसर्न एट सर्टेन स्पेसेस आई वाज टोल्ड बाय पीपल व्हेन आई वाज गोइंग तो इंडियन मीडिया के खिलाफ बहुत आक्रोश है एंड 
सम ऑफ इट हमारे सामने ही सामने आया आई सॉ ने एन आई कार बींग स्मैश्ड बाई स्टोन्स बिकॉज वो खड़े होकर बोल रहा था थिंग्स आर नॉर्मल एन एवरी थिंग तो वो इतना लेवल खड़े होकर बोल रहा था और फिर गाड़ी तोड़ दी उसकी दे स्मैश्ड विथ लॉट ऑफ स्टोन्स आई टॉक टू द एन आई गाई I just innocently approached him and asked him, "Oh, I heard this. What happened?" So he said, "Ah, there was an auto wala tha. Wo charas piya tha usne. So he was in charas ke mood mein. So he lied to me about uh-huh. it. But I spoke to eyewitnesses who told me that why they did what they did. Right. Yeah. Uh, one more thing uh, I wanted to ask was uh, so. I think during the time you were there, mm. there were reports coming in that landlines have started operating yes. and that it was being lifted, the yes. communication blockage. Yes. So, how did that go? Like, was it like completely? It's not completely lifted, but mm. was it being done in phases? Was were they putting it back? How was it happening? It was uh, mostly untrue. The claims of landlines coming back because I remember on the twenty third, twenty third, I flew back. Twenty second, uh, there were just four landlines working in all of Srinagar. Holy shit! Just four. And But what are the all of? I mean, most of them were working. That's what no, we heard. No, none of them were That's working. That's what we heard. Only one day the landlines came for an hour and a half. Wow. And then they went. I think it was seventeenth or eighteenth when they said they'll take it off. Mm-hmm. They restored them and then they took it then away after an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. So that's what was happening. That's mm-hmm. crazy. And yeah. even the four landlines that were working in Srinagar were concentrated in army areas or the mm-hmm. where the wealthy mm-hmm. lived. You know, people from outside, people who had control and influence. So most of it was untrue. I'll tell you. When we went to the press conference that would take place every day at six mm. p.m. in the evening, the media center, this would be the scenario. The mm. guy would come, Rohit Kansal, the principal mm. secretary of planning, state government, and he would address the media and he would give out a general piece of information. He'll say probably something like, "Things are improving, schools <laughs> are opening, lands are restored." Right. Just say. Mm. The media would be like, "When you say things are improving, what, what are your parameters? Mm. How do you define improvement?" Mm. If you say schools are opened, how many schools mm. are opened? If you said you have just arrested this many people, mm. how many people? Who are these people? Mm. And in the details, he would completely wash them up. He would say, "I don't have the details. You are free to go and fact check on the ground." Wow! Yeah, free to go. And there were days when he was questioned so aggressively by the journalists. The next day, he would not show up. So then, so who when, would come instead? So they he, they would send person. some uh, person from this very Orwellian institution called the Directorate of Information. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Okay. So so and th- again there was if if you were looking at for a press conference story in Kashmir, you wouldn't find any because they wouldn't give you any information beyond mm. what the line is that things are improving, things are normal, people yeah. are happy and dancing about that, but that was never true on the ground. Ayush, I wanted to ask you about your experiences while reporting. I remember reading in your first report how journalists from different organizations were hanging out at this National yeah. Daily's bureau, right? What yeah. was the experience like? What was the environment? Mm-hmm. You know. Look, the uh, since most of these people, even though they're from National Daily's or local newspapers, they are based in Srinagar, and mm. being a Srinagar correspondent, you know, is a thing. You know, yeah. you're seen as a conflict reporting. Right. Uh, sort of stuff. So they anyway know each other from from many years. But in times of uh, crisis, I was at this uh, National Daily's bureau, and he was telling me he had actually made videos of since the blockade came and how the journalists have been going. So there was mm-hmm. just general fun, but also tension. Yeah. They'd be you know just they'd sleep in their own bureau in their bureaus. They wouldn't mm. go home. Really. One journalist I knew he lived in Sopor, huh. which is how many kilometers from Srinagar? stories though they were from different publication in that office and then they'll got reporting together because you know How that was safe how are the stories getting out i mean apart from pen drive so uh, see the two there are two different ways besides the pen drive these stories were going out mm. one journalist i knew i was actually getting an internet connection by some luck okay. he was living near the airport line and uh-huh. he had a connection uh-huh. but the wrong thing he did was that he talked about it so much in the journalist circles mm. that the word got out mm-hmm. and two days later they cut off his connection oh. so that was gone oh damn 
another journalist i knew said that he has a source and it was obviously he had a source with an internet but he <laughs> never told us what his source was and we never you know poked him also mm-hmm. he got he still had that source the time i was flowing out so i just learned that this one small lesson that if you have a source if you have a way of conveying information outside kashmir mm-hmm. you should keep it to yourself <laughs> so people yeah. are managing but i also heard some people from open magazine who were reporting there had uh, some you know hooking up with the senior people in the indian intelligence who were providing them in internet yeah yeah so, so like rahul oh. pandita and people were apparently huh. getting yes. like connections from the intelligence and the yes. army officers etc okay. because yeah. so here's the thing i think you know what was very obvious sitting here and you were there but yeah. sitting here it was very obvious that there were a certain bent of journalists who were doing everything they could to prove that the kashmir mein situation is normal yeah. they were the ones who were getting most access i yeah. feel right? exactly and yes. uh, those who people knew would like report good things were the ones who were giving internet connection mm. even yeah. like access to like different areas jahan pe wo dikha sakte ki are dekho log chal mm. rahe hai yeah. etc but that's so messed up because like now this bureau which you were mm. spoken speaking about where there were like a group of journalists local journalists i'm mm, guessing yes. who were just gathering around and actually trying to report from their areas now they will never get access mm. i remember reading in your first report uh, there was a journalist who told you what it's like being a kashmiri muslim journalist yes. in mm. kashmir yes yes he he told me a story that in the in 2000s he was going to uh, north kashmir and there were a team of uh, they taken a bus team of journalists of 25 and in one of the journalists was hindu happened right. to be a hindu so when they were stopped at a certain point mm. they were asked all their names mm-hmm. and when he had asked all the name the security personnel mm. he just let the hindu guy go all of them were asked to return mm. so that's why he said that if you are from india you get a privilege but yeah. if you're in india and you're happen to be a hindu you get even more privilege because those fault lines exist even in journalism and in you know in the military space right. yeah uh you were talking about rohit kansal yes what happened to irfan malik the a journalist who got arrested ayush okay. can you give some more context okay, you so did a report one day we were just going uh, drop by the media center as we were to file our stories or to you know get information mm-hmm. from the journalists and there was these three very gloomy faces sitting outside the media center mm. you know elderlies mm. and uh, someone told me came up to me said arey tum news laundry se ho na to media pe report karte ho go meet them do a story mm-hmm. and so i went and met them and they were the parents of a local journalist based mm. in tral mm. called Irfan Malik yeah. um, and he works for greater kashmir what happened that previous night at 11:30 some armed forces they jumped over their houses walls mm. and they came inside and they detained Irfan you know, on what grounds they didn't tell them they just took him to the police station so the family went with him to mm. the police station and the SHO was sleeping so they were told to come again they were there till one at night and they came, came again next day they, ju- they were just uh, told by the SSP and they had to travel 30 kilometers they were asked to go to another place mm. वहाँ का जो एस एस पी था अवंतीपोरा में सो ही सेट कि उसने कुछ गंदा रिपोर्ट किया था क्या ही जस्ट आस दम एंड लाइक हमें क्या पता एंड दिस गाय जिस जर्नलिस्ट कवर्स डेवलपमेंट ही just turned on my dicta and i put it before mr kansal huh. and i've captured the whole mood in that room and him wow. giving statements so he got very nervous hmm. and he said i don't have details i will collect it we'll collect it the press conference was postponed by 10 minutes so probably he went out to know what the hell's going so on so the next day after this guy gets arrested yeah. uh, rohit kansal says they have no the information, information about why no. he was yes, arrested they had no information and uh, next day we found out that they told us this that hmm. they had he had been released actually okay. someone had gone probably met the family but mm-hmm. he had been released but most of us thought that if we haven't done that tactic of asking questions that wouldn't have been possible mm-hmm. you also wrote about uh, meeting people in downtown kashmir yes. that was quite an eye opener the things they said yeah uh, and someone you wrote about somebody who went from being pro india to pro pakistan within a day on yeah. august 5th right, when right, uh, right. The, the announcement happened yeah. about 370 yeah Can i mean you, you read that in other reporters also that by scrapping 370 and more importantly the way it was scrapped mm. that the pro india elements have been alienated in the state of mm. jammu and kashmir mm. and um, 
this one family he didn't go pro pakistan really but he was pro india he, in, and in his family these are the complexities of a kashmiri yeah. life that the thing there's it's not such case ki us area mein pro pakistan hai us area mein pro mm-hmm. india hai within a family there were people who were pro pakistan yeah. there were people who were pro independence mm-hmm. there were pro, people who were pro india mm-hmm. so the patriarch of the family the mm-hmm. you know the the elderly i was talking to he said he was pro india till the morning of august 5th mm-hmm. and when the scaffing was done then he just this thought this is not done and he switched i don't mm-hmm. know where he switched to i didn't mm-hmm. ask him but he was very pissed and he told me that if his uh, neighbors or people he knew took mm-hmm. guns you know he'll support them even though all his life he has been against them so wow. yeah that's the mood there uh and your last report was about parents refusing to send their children to school yes can you tell us a little more about that why okay uh, it was a very i thought uh, people didn't call it out enough but mm. a very s- insensitive or rather ridiculous decision to send out children from classes kindergarten to class 5th uh, to school as a first step for, you know in saying that things are normal right to mm. anyone uh. who would That's have absurd. thought that through yeah. the children should be the last one exactly. to go you know to school mm. yeah the smaller toddlers yeah and when they s- declared the schools open i went to the schools you know mm. in shrinagar and i saw all of them were closed in fact the mm. private schools were even open the administrators mm. had come mm. but the parents didn't show up you know show up with Send their kids. The kids yeah the government schools were closed i i knew a woman who was a teacher there mm. who went to the government school and the school was closed even after they declared it that wow. they would be open mm. so these are the kind of things i saw you know the blatant disregard for truth by the state authorities and their argument was that first of all this is not safe mm. in earlier cases if the bus was late we'll get an sms we'll get called there's mm. no way of doing that mm. and most importantly if india wants to project and they've talked in those terms they said india as if mm. it's a separate entity yeah. if india wants to project that things are normal mm. here they're not having my children as pawns right like i'm mm. not yeah. going to send out my children so that you can mm. click photos, photos and publish and, and, and tell yeah. people that everything is fine exactly mm. so that was the core of the argument right jise ayush keh rahe the ki jo log bharat ke paksh mein the 4 august ke baad bharat ke khilaf ho gaye to news laundry hindi ki ek story hai isi pe ya humne pehle bhi ek story hamare yahan news laundry publish hui thi ki tiranga uthane wale bache khuche logon ko bhi bharat ne apna dushman bana liya to jo log india ke paksh mein baatein karte the umar abdullah ho gaye farooq abdullah ho gaye ya महुआ मुफ्ति हो गई ये लोग तो भारत के संविधान के अनुसार ही वहाँ मुख्यमंत्री बनते थे लेकिन सरकार ने उन्हें ही अंदर कर दिया है तो बहुत मुमकिन है कि जो लोग भारत के पक्ष में बातें करते थे अब उनकी संख्या में लगातार गिरावट आएगी या और कैरवैन का जो स्टोरी था वन सोल्यूशन कंस्टिट्यूशन रिपोर्ट उसमें सम कश्मीरी हेड सेड ही हेड कोटेड एम सिंह की दोवाल आईएसआई का एजेंट है इंडिया इज एक्चुअली एलियनेटेड पीपल हु प्रो पाकिस्तान थिंग टू डू सो दैट आई थॉट दैट वॉज वेरी अम्यूजिंग एंड इन इन कश्मीर यू वुड in in the dark sense of humor of people you know the truth came out in the greatest of quantities mujhe lagta hai iske piche jo wajah hai ki jis tarike se bharat ne 370 hataya hai kashmiriyon ko bharose mein nahi liya to maan lijiye ki main agar kahun ki ayush kafi behtareen insaan hai aur kal ayush mere khilaf kuch kar de to main kis muh se kahunga ki ayush behtar hai to jo kashmiri bharat ke paksh mein baatein karte the unko lagta tha ki bharat unke liye behtar karega to unke man mein ye aa gaya ki yaar कश्मीर पे फैसला लेते हुए भारत ने हमसे पूछा ही पूछा नहीं, नहीं। तो उनका जो पड़ोसी होगा बोलेगा तुम तो बड़े भारत के पक्ष लेते थे अब बताओ जरा अरे पूछना तो छोड़ दो बताया भी नहीं ना लाइक मतलब बताया भी नहीं बताया भी नहीं बताया भी नहीं तो वो बोलेगा ना जो आसपास वाला तुम तो बड़े तुम हित उसके हित बनते थे तुम्हारा क्या किया तो यही हुआ होगा I was inside so whatever I was managing with bits and pieces but bahar how was the outsider perspective on kashmir going on what were you guys learning what was the dominant thing that was coming out so the, from what i saw it was the opposite and exactly what i said like you know i was reading like tweets from the people who had access and everybody was actually the first thing that they asked is how are you getting internet access and they were just like eh whatever you answer karna some people got on a plane on eid and they were like showing like videos of how calm shrinagar is etc there was nobody on the street it was clearly on in lockdown but they were like 
trying to show that you know it is it is happening ajit doval too eating yeah. biryani while poor ayush was eating mixed veg <laughs> <laughs> noodles yeah. uh, and then there were like incidents like you know sitaram yachuri going to the airport mm. yeah. and then being flown back then a uh, then rahul gandhi rahul also gandhi. went being thrown yeah. back uh, shah fazal trying to go to the us and, and then news just came out he's going to turkey yeah. so he's going to talk <laughs> to pakistan to so detained yeah yeah but then all of the news channels suddenly said oh he's going to turkey well yeah. actually it was a stopover flight in turkey and he's going to harvard right. for some reason and he's like oh ye pakistaniyon se baat karne turkey ke through jayega mm. yeah. kuch bhi matlab and that's the thing like with because there was no sort of news coming out from mm. this mm-hmm. right uh, from from kashmir like exactly what what reality is everybody was doing going crazy with this right and there was there is this general fervor everywhere even if you if even when i spoke to my parents i had gone home mm-hmm. like acha hua सब तो अच्छा ही है अब तो कश्मीर हमारा है और शादिया कर लेंगे लोकल कश्मीरीट towards the end i realized that um some bihari immigrants were forced out by the local kashmiris oh. mm-hmm. and their rationale was and their paranoia and their anxiety was that mm. they'll stay here and they'll buy property in fact oh, yes. a journalist told me that he was sitting with some of his friends yeah. and uh, two locals just came you know shot past the door and they mm. said ki ye abhi yahan se delhi ki ek gaadi gayi hai you know the number plate was a delhi mm. number so and they thought they were there to buy property check out property yeah. obviously that was not the case yeah. so that anxiety is very palpable yeah, the yeah, demographic yeah. shift and it makes sense also yeah. because look at i mean there are leaders politicians who are saying stuff uh, about you know mm. buying land in kashmir and getting married to kashmiri women yes you know so Yeah, it's quite this, understandable you know, that they're scared. Yes, he did a dance. Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, like that. He's going to buy a buy a property, and he did like a giant dance, and he posted it on Twitter that you know Kashmir, Hamara. Well, by all means, but he should be ready to face the consequences. Leh ke logon ki bhi yahi chinta hai ki log aake yahan zameen na khareed le. Unka culture kharaab ho. Ah, but I remember Khalid Shah was talking about uh, how. even though people are saying that uh, you know everybody will go and buy land in kashmir mm-hmm. but he was saying that people will might buy land in jammu but not in kashmir but they can't no domicile lagega right like i mean the government had said has said already that they are considering a domicile clause because mm-hmm. in all hill states in india yeah. you can't just go and buy land right. because right. land is such a scarce thing exactly. you need to be a resident of that place to yeah. either buy like land like himachal and sikkim yeah. yeah so people go there and lease out land mm-hmm. anyway and i mm-hmm. think that was already happening in kashmir where people were leasing mm-hmm. out land yeah anyway Moving on to some underreported stories, Meghna. Um, according to me, one of the underreported things was the RBI money being transferred to mm-hmm. the government. Yeah. So it wasn't exactly underreported as much as nobody has a clue what is going on. Exactly. Right. So yeah. I mean, passive. क्या हो क्या रहा है exactly? And and I understand it's such a complicated issue that uh, people are like. I mean, either there is like over blatant saying that oh my god, RBI का पैसा लूट लिया type narrative, or the other is that oh तुम इसका बातों का भतंगड़ बना रहे हो कुछ नहीं होने वाला है types right? And I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle as usual. Hmm. Um, I think you know uh, it's true that बहुत सारे बातों का भतंगड़ बनाया जा रहा है because uh, if you look at it, the RBI is an entity which is closely linked to the government anyway. Yeah. Right. Mm. The whole fact was that RBI maintains certain reserves in mm. case there is some shit that goes down, like you know forex forex just going away or like economic crashes or mm. you know war or everything. So yeah. they they maintain a contingency fund, like a rainy day fund. Mm. And 
uh, what the what the RBI has now decided is that they are not going to maintain that much of a rainy day fund which they were earlier, mm-hmm. and a portion of it was transferred to the government. Now the thing is that the government had already accounted for ninety thousand crore mm-hmm. to be transferred to them this year mm-hmm. in the budget. Mm-hmm. They just RBI just went above and beyond and said that no, you one point seven lakh crore le lo instead of ninety thousand crore. There were some reports about how this is the almost the exact same amount that was missing from the budget announcement yeah so that is another factor but then again like so the uh, so that was another thing where right. uh, after the budget was presented last this year um, nirmala sitaraman presented it in the economic survey the revenue that was shown the actual revenue that was shown was 1.7 lakh crore less than what the budget was showing Right. So there was like a big difference mm-hmm. between what the economic survey was showing and what the budget mm-hmm. documents are showing, mm-hmm. and the prime minister's economic advisor was the one who pointed it out that you know this is problematic. Yeah, kya kar diya types. Mm-hmm. Now that's the suspicion also that 1.7 lakh crore and this 1.7 lakh crore mm-hmm. maybe they are just trying to fill that gap. Right. Right. Because yeah. yesterday there was a press conference by Nirmala Sitaraman and that was what was unreport mm-hmm. underreported. When she was asked कि इसका क्या करने वाले हो, she's like I have no idea. वित्त मंत्री को पता नहीं. Yeah, she's like we can't comment on this. She's like we can't comment, we can't tell you what we are going to use it for. शायद तू बताना ना चाहते हो कहाँ कर. नहीं, but तुम सोचो, like एक बात सोचो कि सब जगह अब report आ रहे हैं कि अब last week भी हमने इस पे बात किया था कि अर्थव्यवस्था की हालत खराब है, jobs जा रहे हैं, demand नहीं है, loan नहीं मिल रहा पगले सामान ऊपर अब इस सिचुएशन में अगर तुम एक आरबीआई का जो कंटिजेंसी फंड है उसमें से तुम पैसे निकाल रहे हो और फिर ऊपर से ये भी स्टेटमेंट दे रहे हो कि मैं बताऊंगी नहीं किसके लिए यूज करने वाले हैं तो ये प्रॉब्लम हो गया सरकार तो काफी पहले से इस पैसे की मांग कर रही थी जिस वजह से इस्तीफा भी हुआ था पिछला वाला तो सरकार को पता चल चुका था कि मंदी आने वाली है कुछ ऐसा होने वाला है तो वो क्यों मांग रहे थे उसका भी रीजन है तो पहले जब बोल रहे थे कि इकोनॉमी बढ़िया है सब कुछ अच्छा चल रहा है एक प्रॉब्लम तब भी था जो एनपी का था सो एनपीएस विच आर लाइक बैड लोन्स वो अभी 12 लाख करोड़ हो गए तो पहले जब हुआ था तब कुछ तो भी 7-8 लाख करोड़ पे चल रहा था और तब से वो बढ़ते जा रहे राइट सो बैंक्स आर नॉट एबल टू लेंड मनी टू इन्वेस्टर्स और लाइक यू नो पीपल हु वांट टू बिल्ड अप बिजनेसेस और वो बढ़ता जा रहा है तो वो प्रॉब्लम तब भी था सो तब से ही ये बात चालू थी कि आरबीआई ने ज्यादा पैसा देना चाहिए हमको ताकि हम बैंक्स को और पैसा रिकैपिटलाइज बेल आउट करने के लिए दे दे वो चल रहा था तो पहले उर्जीत पटेल ने डिजाइन किया फिर विराल आचार्य ने भी रिजाइन किया क्योंकि वो सब रेजिस्ट कर रहे थे अब शक्तिकांता दास आ गया उसने बोल दिया कि हाँ नहीं वी विल गिव इट वी विल गिव द मनी नाउ एंड देव अकाउंटेड फॉर इट देव ट्रांसफर द मनी नो द थिंग इज दो जो ओवर ब्लोन जो हो गया है कि इससे फर्क क्या पड़ेगा टू बी वेरी ऑनेस्ट नथिंग चेंजेस राइट चेंज कुछ नहीं होने वाला है क्योंकि एक पॉकेट से निकाल के तुम दूसरे पॉकेट में दे रहे हो दैट्सेंशियली वॉट इज वॉट विल चेंज इन द सेम ट्राउजर्स एंड वॉट विल चेंज इज दैट हाउ दिस गवर्नमेंट इंटेंड्स टू स्पेंड द मनी एंड दैट इज वॉट वी डोंट नो बिकॉज इफ द गवर्नमेंट स्पेंड्स द मनी टू एक्चुअली रिकेपिटलाइज बेल आउट द बैंक देन इट्स पॉइंटलेस लाइक देन इट्स जस्ट वेस्टेड एक्सपेंडिचर क्योंकि तुम ऑलरेडी जो डेट आ गया है उसको रीपे करने में लग जाओगे तो इट्स पॉइंटलेस इफ दिस पेंडिट की गवर्नमेंट का खर्चा करना है जो सैलरीज देने हैं या फिर यू नो वॉट एवर अगेन पॉइंटलेस बिकॉज दैट इज नॉट एन एक्सपेंडिचर दैट द गवर्नमेंट शुड डू आउट ऑफ दिस वन पॉइंट सेवन इफ दे एंड अप स्पेंडिंग इट ऑन इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर इफ दे एंड अप स्पेंडिंग इट बाई एक्चुअली गिविंग दैट मनी इन द हैंड्स ऑफ द पीपल थ्रू अ स्कीम और थ्रू सम इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर प्रोजेक्ट और थ्रू सम बिग प्रोजेक्ट दैट दे आर प्लानिंग that is a good thing now the government needs to spend there is no other way out of this right so when they are saying oh chura liya rbi ka paisa of course chura liya or whatever transfer kar liya because mm. they want to spend it mm. and that is the only way to kick start the yeah. economy yeah. but i think there is a pattern here in that all the the 
obviously there's an economic slowdown it's very very serious hmm. and they are taking such decisions and they are telling in a telling you in a press conference that they cannot disclose what they're going to yeah. do with it but all this starts with them shutting down the finance ministry to journalists and hmm. trying to cut off the access of journalists yeah. to the ministry Actually. i don't think that has been restored yet by yeah. the way people back then when i did a story told me ye 15 din chalega tab wapas aa jayega kuch wapas nahi aaya abhi tak so there is a serious attempt to close down on transparency on what they are doing with money and how bad the situation is hmm. and it's only those who have access or who can manage somewhere you know circumvent through different sources who will tell us what this government has in mind with basically all this who can money. call jately in the morning yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is <laughs> gone man yeah. so that's the problem rta ka to kar hi diya wahan se bhi aap suchna nahi le sakte exactly yeah basant aap kisan aatmahatya ke bare mein main ye kehna cha raha tha jo wo bhi kafi under reported raha kafi zyada aur aajkal pichle kuch mahine agar dekhein to kisanon pe koi रिपोर्ट ही नहीं आ रही है खेती पे खासकर तो जबकि प्रधानमंत्री मोदी ने 500 बार कहा है कि हम 2022 तक किसानों की आमदनी डबल करने वाले हैं लेकिन झारखंड में जुलाई और अगस्त के 25 20 से 25 दिनों के अंदर जिस झारखंड में एक योजनाएं चल रही है भारत सरकार और झारखंड सरकार की किसानों के हित के लिए वहाँ आठ लोगों ने सुसाइड किया सुसाइड करने का तरीका भी बड़ा अजीब अजीब था कुछ लोग कुएँ में कूद के आत्महत्या कर रहे हैं और कुछ लोग मतलब खेत में ही सुसाइड कर रहे हैं जिस राज्य में एक सौ तैंतीस योजनाएँ चल रही हो वहाँ पे अगर कोई आत्महत्या करता है तो सवाल तो उठता है कि एक सौ तैंतीस योजनाएँ किसके लिए चल रही है जब किसान ही को उसका फायदा नहीं हो रहा ऐसे ही बांदा में हुआ है जहाँ जुलाई महीने में पाँच किसानों ने आत्महत्या की है उत्तर प्रदेश में जब योगी आदित्यनाथ की सरकार बनी तो इन्होंने कहा था कि जितने कम खेत वाले किसान हैं जिनकी कम भूमि है और जिनका जिनके पास एक लाख तक का कर्ज है उनका माफ हो जाएगा लेकिन सिर्फ बांदा बांदा जिले में पांच से छह किसानों ने आत्महत्या की है सिर्फ जुलाई महीने में इसी जुलाई महीने में आंकड़े इसलिए बाहर नहीं आ पा रहे हैं इस सरकार के दौरान बड़े बड़ी संख्या में पूरे देश लेवल पे क्या चल रहा है क्योंकि ये सरकार एनसी इस सरकार के दौरान एनसीआरबी 2016 से आंकड़े ही जारी नहीं कर रहा तो 2016 से 2016 से हाँ 2016 के बाद एनसीआरबी एनसीआरबी ने बंद कर दिया है हाँ दो के बाद से एन का आंकड़ा ही नहीं है आंकड़े नहीं आए हैं मतलब हर साल जो रिपोर्ट जारी होता था वो नहीं आ पा रहा तो और क्राइम की भी डेटा नहीं है हमारे कुछ भी नहीं है रेप हो गया ऐसे कैसे आप देख लीजिए दो हजार सोलह के बाद एनसीआरबी ने कोई आंकड़े जारी नहीं किए रेप हो क्राइम हो महिलाओं के प्रति जो आंकड़े हो या किसानों की आत्महत्या हो कुछ भी नहीं आ रहा ओके कुछ जगहों पे और महाराष्ट्र में पिछले दिनों वहाँ के मंत्री ने रिपोर्ट जारी मतलब आर के जरिए सूचना दे दी तो महाराष्ट्र में 2011 से 2014 के बीच जो आत्महत्या की संख्या थी वो छः 2015 से 18 में ये हो गई 11,945 लगभग डबल तो सिर्फ महाराष्ट्र में अगर ये स्थिति है तो अगर पूरे देश का हो तो क्या स्थिति होगी हाँ। लेकिन सरकार आंकड़े जारी नहीं कर रही है जिससे एक अस्पष्ट चीजें नहीं आ रही कि सरकार दावा करेगी किसानों की स्थिति हम बेहतर कर रहे हैं उन्होंने छः देने की भी बात कही लेकिन दरअसल किसानों की स्थिति वैसे ही खराब की खराब ही है आंकड़े अगर सामने आए और रिपोर्ट हो चीज कहाँ कितने लोग मर रहे हैं तो ये चीज सामने आ ही जाएगी किसान की हालात अब भी बुरे ही हैं ये दिस इज इंटरेस्टिंग लाइक यू नो ओके लेट्स रैप अप दिस एपिसोड विद सम रेकमेंडेशंस मेघनाथ What do you have? Okay, so I recently saw Mindhunter season two, and then I went into I recommended like, it last you week. You did, you yes, did. I, I did. did see it, uh, and then I went into like finding out about like these serial killers that are featured in the the show, right? Mm-hmm. And I stumbled upon this piece uh, in the Atlanta Journal. It's called AJC basically AJC dot com, mm-hmm. uh, which is about how uh, one of the cases that is featured in this, which is about the Atlanta child murders, about how the profiling in real life was done for to catch that serial killer, and how the prosecution has used that profiling in the first case ever in the US where wow. behavioral profiling mm-hmm. was done. Yeah. Uh, how the prosecution has used it to convict the serial killer as well. Wow. So I I was reading it uh, yeah. and. Uh, It's called how the AJC covered the Wayne Williams investigation from Mindhunter. 
So nice. I mean, Excellent. they're taking credit for it. So <laughs> <laughs> sounds very interesting. Ayush? Before I flew into Kashmir, I remember the previous night just going to a bookstore and I bought uh, Curfewed Night, which is Basharat Peer's oh. very acclaimed book on Kashmir yeah. and you know with different facets of the Kashmir problem and the Kashmir yeah. conflict. It was the most wonderful book on the subject and i think people should read that Do you it's, have it? it's a sensitizing uh, document you have it yeah i'll borrow it from <laughs> okay <laughs> all right basant हाली में किताब पढ़ रहा था फणेश्वरनाथ रेणु की किताब है रेणुजल धनजल ये रिपोताज है दरअसल बिहार में कई बार ऐसा होता है बिहार में इस बार भी वही स्थिति थी कि उधर एक इलाके में बाढ़ और दूसरे इलाके में सूखा पड़ा हुआ था तो ये ये दरअसल लेखक थे लेकिन उन्हें रिपोताज लिखे अखबारों के लिए और मैगजीन के लिए लिखते थे तो काफ़ी बेहतरीन है और पढ़ने के बाद मतलब काफ़ी कुछ सीखने को मिलता है कि कैसे किसी त्रासदी को इंटरेस्टिंग बना के मतलब कि पठनीय बनाया जाए कैसे लिखना चाहिए हाँ एक किसी त्रासदी को किसी बाढ़ को आप देख रहे हैं इसमें वो कुत्ते जब भोंकते हैं और आवाज लगाते हैं तो तय कर लेते हैं कि पानी कहाँ तक पहुँच गया है तो इस तरीके की चीजों का इस्तेमाल किया गया है तो काफी बढ़िया so my recommendation is this new yorker article about tim bell he's one of the most famous pr professionals in the world he set up this agency called bell pottinger okay so how the agency worked with dictators and oligarchs and uh, one of the most important uh, work they i mean it was not important but uh, they worked with the gupta brothers in south africa and uh, i mean how they created racial divide they added to it through their uh, work for the gupta brothers that it's a very interesting article it's long but you must read it guys i have one more recommendation uh, my book parliamental oh, yes of course please buy it uh, last time i forgot to recommend <laughs> I it i know and snigda pointed it out ki why don't you recommend your own book <laughs> and i'm like i agree i should <laughs> so um, the good thing about parliamental is that uh, now people are starting to get into it and they're oh. now sharing screenshots with me yeah i've seen quite a like, few you know, and like oh my god context to current day life <laughs> i'm like yeah i know <laughs> so please yeah we'll buy it all right then that's a wrap but before we finish this episode let me please ask all of you please subscribe to news laundry we are a completely ad free news platform and we depend on our subscribers for support go to www.newslaundry.com/subscription and choose a plan of your choice the lowest one starts as low as 300 bucks Also listeners if you listen to our podcast on any other platform like Stitcher, Castbox or even Spotify now don't forget to log on to our website the URL Snigta just gave you and check out the other cool stuff that we do Also if you like this episode please write to us and tell us what you liked about it what you did not like about it at contact@newslaundry.com please curse our new host or praise her <laughs> uh, one of you did write to us and did not want to be named who was all praise for our new host congratulations and you and me better so thank you so much uh, for your kind words dear listener thank you that's all for today see you next week all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel